Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, let's jump into it. Round the grounds. Yes. Uh, Redbacks are into another one-day final. Amazing stuff by our Redbacks because... uh... The one-day cup was proving to be the one that we didn't think they were aiming for after all the other successes they were having, but they got rid of Victoria. In 136 runs, they conceded on that one, 42.3 overs. Vic scored. Nathan McAndrew, three for 22 off his nine, became man of the match. Mm -hmm. And South Australia responded very, very quickly. 26 overs, 137, two wickets lost. Henry Hunt, who had... Pre, just earlier in the day, declared he no longer was to be South Australian captain. Oh, 63 runs off 70 balls. Pressure was off. Yep. Uh, Texas comes through for Mario. You'll like this. Uh, Rucci has no idea about courts. He's more a nude twister man. Oh. <laughs> Some of Mario's uh, better, better work yeah, there. Good. Um, another text just coming through. Colin from Collinswood. Um, hi, Kimbo and Rucci. You mentioned how good the MFS was in responding to the bin mm. fire near your studio. Yes. Hopefully they also made it to extinguish the complete dumpster fire that was the Scorpions in the final on Saturday. Oh, a bit out of their reach. Yeah, um, just one of the great meltdowns that was in, in sport. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Mm. Uh, well done to the Redbacks. Adelaide United, it was always going to be a big game. We spoke to Carl Viet last week. It was a 1-1 draw. Have you, Roach, got, have you got any Carl Viet audio? Because there's bound to be some from that. Well, there will be. I haven't got that at the moment, Roach. But if he was filthy about the penalty, I think he had every right to be. I'm not qualified in the world look, game. Look, Let's have a listen to right. it, Roach. Come out. Delivers. The header. Ooh, Javi Lopez. Does he seriously have a chance to win the ball? He'd suggest not. Nevertheless, Chris Beath is a foul committed. About to find out. It's a quick viewing. Penalty. Penalty. Uh, the victory crowd, not a lot of rocket scientists there. They were pretty happy about it, Roach. Well, <laughs> of course they're going to be happy about Dinkum. it. He had no play on the ball whatsoever. Mm, yeah, but you don't want you don't want moments in the box. Like you, want it, you want any penalty to be clear-cut, don't you? You want it to be yeah, clear-cut you do. so you don't have a debate. Now, when well, it's goals are a premium, aren't they? Yes, but we also want more scoring, don't we, in sport? Not that That's way. What I said. Not that way. Well, not when that you've got, way. When you've got a penalty, you want it to be clear-cut. You want it, don't want it to be described as controversial or dubious. But I keep saying to defenders, why put yourself at risk in the box? Roach, two players ran into each other. Did they run into yes, each other? Yes, they did. You think they yes, ran they into they did. Mm, I'm not sure Yes, about they did. I don't think so. And then one of them takes a big dive and becomes a big sooky la-la, rolls around like his leg's broken in eight places. Oh, no, you're, now you're milking it. Uh, no, he was milking it. You're milking it broken in eight places. Roach, you didn't even see it until today when you... He rolled around for ages, carrying oh. on right throughout the whole VRR, VAR process. Yeah, well, that doesn't get up. up in VAR. And I'm not happy again, too. Why? What, what's well, the bloke that took, The bloke that took the penalty, uh, Fornaroli. Fornaroli. Yeah. What's he done to you? Well, he's kicked a penalty, whoopee-doo, yeah. and then he's run around doing laps as if he's kicked the greatest goal of all time. I tell you what, the greatest goal of all time came shortly after. Iran Kunda, how good is he? Yeah, that was an absolute beauty. Hey. He, had, he got it to hey. drop. That was he more the... than the beauty's underplaying it. Yeah. 
With the uh, pressure that was on. Well, we were playing for second place, so we're still up there, I think, in about equal. Seven games now. without defeat now. Hey, we've had a few texts coming through about have we got any audio from Carl Viet, how yeah. he reacted to that yeah. uh, penalty. Uh, this is after the game on Channel 10. Here's Carl. Yeah, um, look, it's a, it's a tough one to take. Um, very tough one to take. I think um, my opinion is that um, there's most really only two people in the world that thought that was a penalty. And unfortunately, they're the ones that made the decision. Ooh. I'm with Carl. Yeah, you're in the minority here, Roach. Uh, you've asked a question about sporting teams, uh, the greatest women's sporting team ever. Texas come through. Greatest women's sporting teams, not just women's. Drop the gender, Roach. Just talk about greatest. How many men's team have performed this well? Mm, that's true. True. Take that, Roach. Right here. Another one, Roach. Here we go. Roach. Yes. You do the Australian women's cricket team a disservice by asking if they're the greatest Australian female sports team. Uh, they are a daylight ahead of every other Australian sports team ever, men's or women's. Hmm. There's an argument that they are the greatest team in world sport history. Oh, now that's a bigger debate. All right, we'll get into that later, Roach. Let's That's continue around the grounds. There's a big announcement at Richmond today. Jason Castagna, who was already having trouble getting ready for round one with hamstring issues, won't play at all this year. 26 after 134 games, three flags to savour for the rest of his life, has decided that he just doesn't have the passion to go through the demands of another AFL season. So he's retired. That's it. Gone. Gone. Wonder Amazing. I wonder if he'll do a John Farnham. Johnny Farnham, and make and a reconsider a year or two. Be hard at that age and the yeah. history he's had. Yep. That is big news. A few injuries at Essendon and Frio. Dyson Heppel left the game against Gold Coast, which was a five-pointer at the weekend with a foot sprain. He's in a moon boot and some considerable doubt as to whether he'll be able to play round one. Not ideal for him, not the end no, of the world. No, And the big recruit for Fremantle, Luke oh. Jackson, who... We thought we would see on Thursday when Fremantle plays Port will not be out there on the park because he took a head knock against Adelaide and they're just benching him. Had some Doing good, the right thing to do once you get a head Had knock. some good moments against Adelaide. We'll get mm. onto the Crows. They look very impressive. I thought that was the superior of the two trials in terms of game style and ball movement. Yep. We'll address that quickly, Roach. We've got a text here from Costa. He says, lads, I just got back from taking my daughters to the Harry Styles concert in Melbourne. Uh, took my 10-year-old son to Amy Park for the Reds game and loved it. Great experience. Oh, okay. Also, I loved how the Crows forward line operated, even without Tex playing. Can you ask Michelangelo if he's worried about Zach Butters and Charlie Dixon not playing another game? Well, I wouldn't be worried about that. They're trial games. Well, let's get an update. Here's Nathan Bassett on the return of players this week. Yeah, we'll have a, a few back in. So Charlie Dixon will be back. Uh, Zach Butters will be back, uh, Darcy Byrne-Jones uh, will be back. So we've got some good experience um, that are sitting on the sidelines that are ready to go next week. thought it was a scrappy game, the Port-West Coast game. Yeah, and then there'll be a lot of questions about the way Port still moves the ball, particularly to their forwards. You know, once Charlie Dixon's back in there, it makes an enormous difference. But it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a forward system that's based around just having Charlie Dixon out there, particularly just when you look at the talent they have put together in that attack now. If you're a Port supporter, give us your views mm. on the trial game. Uh, not a great deal of concern. I thought they would have gone a little bit better, but uh, very, a, very much a trial yeah. game, that one. How do you read them? How do you read trial games? Um, well, Nathan Burlow, Van Burlow will mm. give his opinion. Um, 
I thought Adelaide were really good because it was fast game of football. Fremantle were up and about. They absolutely smashed Adelaide in the first 15 minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. Smashed them. And I thought Adelaide looked so disorganised in the midfield. Straight away, only a trial game. I'm thinking yeah, yeah, they've got yeah. the mixture wrong, Rooch. Yeah, okay. And then they addressed those problems. Uh, yeah. BB gave it a big tick, the practice game. Biggest tick would have been uh, particularly response after quarter time because I think it was minus 11 clearance in that first quarter. We only had basic stats today, but just it felt like that as well, that we just couldn't get our hands on it, weren't cleaning around the contest. And probably more so in that second half, we saw more of the footy we wanted to play with time in our forward half. Uh, Got some result from centre bounce, which allowed us to play that sort of game and off the back of our pressure and and contest work, um, looked more of the sort of game that we wanted to play. And... Um, we've done a lot of work with you know, team defence and offence. We saw some good signs in that space, but if you look at the, probably the second half in, in isolation, it's like that's, that's sort of the brand we want to be playing. So how did they get the momentum back in the first term after being smashed early? Yeah, there were. We made some, some adjustments around the footy um, with the way that we structured up. And um, to be honest, a bit of it was, was mindset, our ability to, to create some pressure on the opposition, to be a bit cleaner in and around the contest. Um, and, and, and stick some tackles really was what the hallmark of our game has been built around the last couple of years and this year is going to be no different. So when we're able to impart that bit of pressure on Frio, um, yeah, took a bit away from them but allowed us to play the game on our terms more often than not. The former skipper caught me by surprise playing on a wing. Could he be the replacement for Paul Seedsman? Doesn't have thought. the leg speed. Yeah. Um, but gee, he was pretty good. Will he start in round one? Yeah, I've been really pleased these last couple of weeks. We'll have another hit out next week and we'll look building into round one. But from a conditioning and preparation point of view, we'll have those discussions with Burjo and his team and obviously Nixon and the match committee to say where that sits. But I know he's really confident in his body and his body of work that he's put in leading in. So it's, it's positive signs for him for sure. He's box so far. He has so far, yeah, absolutely. And another former captain, Taylor Walker, turned up in Perth today to join the crew after being given that weekend off, so he'll be playing against West Coast. It'll be interesting to watch how that all that'll be a good comes game. together. Yep. And that'll be a, a real game of footy in terms of uh, not the seven periods. Yeah, and yeah, we need to see it actually be more like what round one's all about mm. so we can get some greater judgment on what what is happening leading into the premiership season. If you're a Crow supporter, it's pretty exciting to see Rochelle out there and Isaac yes. Rankin who was yep. up and about. And uh, I can tell you the fog is the real deal. We'll Ooh. hear from Josh Rochelle next.